Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. But I love being a dad. I was there at the birth. Obviously the most dramatic human life moment. Anytime two people walk into a room and three come out, a major event took place in that room. At the end of life, we go back basically into the same room, same bed, same stuff around. And again, a different number of people coming out than went in. But that is the human being business. We got to turn inventory, fresh product, keep the supply chain moving. It says hospital when you walk in, but it could also be bed, bath, and beyond. Because the babies never stop coming. Babies don't care. You think babies care that the world's a mess? You have issues? We're coming in! They come in like racks of fresh donuts. More babies, more babies, more babies. Why are they here? They are here to replace us. That is their mission. Don't you see what's happening? They're pushing us out. Their first words are mama, dada, and bye-bye. Oh, we'll see who's wearing the diapers when this is all over. Jerry Seinfeld, comedian and proud father mm-hmm. from his Netflix special 23 Hours to Kill right there. It's Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. The superpower you'd find most helpful for parenting, speaking of that, and is it true couples start looking alike over time? It is Tuesday, the 13th of October of 2020. We're Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Have you ever heard the old theory that couples in long-term relationships actually start to look alike over time? That theory comes from a study in 1987 that found couples started to look similar because they mostly ate the same diet, kept the same lifestyle, spent the same time outdoors, and laughed the same amount. Well, a new study out of Stanford University found that's not exactly true. The researchers ran a larger study and could not find any evidence that couples start to look more alike over time. But they did find couples do look alike from the beginning. In other words, they found that the average couple looks more similar than a pair of two random people on the street. 
So their theory is we're just naturally drawn to people who have similar facial features because, Mm. well, we are deeply vain. (laughs) You are an attractive person. Who do you look like? Mm -hmm. Something very familiar about those startling good looks. Wait a minute. (laughs) You think you and Kristen look alike? Not even a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I think you guys could be cousins. I think I was attracted to her because she doesn't look anything like me. Wait a minute. Is my hair starting to get curly? No, but it's like similar (laughs) color. You guys both have dark eyes. You're about the same height. True. Some like your face. Like when she puts heels on, she might even be a little taller than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't look any. I don't think I look anything like Scott. Maybe eye color. He even is way darker complected than I am. I don't know. What do you guys think about her and Scott? I see some similarities in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Just the eye. I don't know. Our mm. kid doesn't even look like us. I can only think of one couple I know that we always say, oh, man, they, they look exactly like me, brother and sister. Yeah. I know a few that Other are Other than like that, that, I never have thought about that with anybody. Mm-hmm. And you and Christopher, do you have any similar features? Nah. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know. so either. I don't I'm going to pay closer attention when you guys are standing right next to your partners. Maybe that some of these time. candid shots that we have on the Chris calendar, you might look a little like those. But if you were just standing next to each other, I don't know if you would look alike. What if you go as each other for Halloween? You know, I'll have to buy new clothes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You buy new clothes. You know, you put on like a Chris wig. He puts on a curly Tim wig. Chris would just and wear a sweatpants. sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just walk around in his underwear. He's got it made. Yeah. That would work, too. He gets right. a hoodie, a zip-up hoodie, sweatpants, and, ten- and, sl- and slides from Target. I need Target. to go buy a cardigan. Easy breezy. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hmm. (laughs) Now, if you're in a relationship that has a shot of going the distance, you have to agree on whether or not to have children. So that's something you might want to bring up sooner than later. No? Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. But that's the thing is it depends on if you're 22 and getting into a new relationship. Do you really know? I didn't because my first wife and I talked about that when we were 22 and she said, I think I want to have kids someday. And I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not really thinking it through. And she said, uh-huh. do you want to have kids someday? I'm like, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. And as time went on, I was like, you know what? I'm not, not, it went from, I don't, not right now. Uh-huh. I'm not ready to, I don't think so. I don't think, I just don't think it's for me. Right. But yeah, that's the tough part is depending on where you are in your evolution as a human. Well, I was so busy chasing radio jobs and I was too busy, you know, taking care of me. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been challenging, I think, to trying to have a 
a, a child while you're chasing radio jobs. Like yeah. think about how much you would have a part of like being a parent is especially for the woman is like stability, the, the nesting, the settling, you know, like this is our family. This is our life. This is where we live. And I couldn't imagine like oh, I was rooting that all the time. No, I was picking up stakes and I was moving every six months and I just didn't didn't I just didn't have that instinct. You know, my mother at the time was arguing. She says, oh, please, men never have the instinct. You just do it. That might be true, too. I kind of I, I, I don't think was, I'm ready. You're never ready. Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of conditioned growing up. I just kind of had this in my brain that what you did, what everybody did, is you go to high school, then you go to college, then you get married, and then you have two kids. That's so footloose. And that's exactly what, (laughs) and that's just what you do. And so I kind of just assumed I would always have them. Never really thought a whole lot about do I want them or, or, uh, and then I was told I couldn't have them. Mm -hmm. So when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, crap, I really don't know about this. And I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. It's a definitely, it's like your life changes in one second. Like as soon as you see the plus sign or the word pregnant on your thing, you're like, holy bejeez. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) We talked about it. I mean, I always wanted to be a mom. When I was younger, I wanted to have like 10 plus children I just never met like a partner and I wasn't very settled either. I can't blame it on not meeting anyone. I just never met a partner in my life and I wasn't settled enough to have children. And then finally, when I did, I was like, Hey, I, you know, I want it. I I'm okay with not ever being married. Like for me mm-hmm. personally, that's something that is just okay. Um, but I always thought I would, I want to be a mom. Like, I don't ever want to look back on my life and go, I never tried to get pregnant. I never tried to be a mother, you know? Mm -hmm. And now I wish I would have started super long time ago and had like 10 kids or whatever. You wish we'd started earlier? Yeah. Yeah. No regrets here. But (laughs) according to a new survey, the average woman now waits two years, two years into a relationship before she even brings up the topic with her partner about whether or not they should have kids one day. Isn't that crazy? Well, because so many men, when you ask them, do you want to have children? They think right now. Yeah. (laughs) And, and there's that. No, not (laughs) Yeah, They feel the walls closing. Right. So, I mean, if you ask, do you think maybe by the time you're 40, (laughs) you might want to have, I think it's a good, I mean, when you are in a relationship, think about like, dating, getting to know each other, sharing experiences, you know, like, I feel like you maybe should be doing all of those things before. But then you think about, think about these men that go all their life saying they don't want any kids and they don't even know if they want to get married. And then George meets them all and <laughs> they get hitched. Scott and Fritch. They, they have, <laughs> right. And they have twins. So it's so impossible to say what you're going to want. Oh, exactly. Next, you know, in 10 years, let alone next week. Well, that's what I used to tell Kelly. I'm like, hey, look, you know, after we've finally settled and we're established and, you know, I have the job that I want. We've been entrenched for a while and we're in a financial position to do that. And the house is paid off. And, and all of our bills the, uh, are paid. Load of crap and too. she said, you're never going to want to have it. Well, now <laughs> let me ask you this, though. Had yeah. you met Kristen and fallen in love with Kristen when Kristen when you were 25, would you have had kids with her? Probably. See? Yeah. She's a fantastic mother. Yeah. She's so good at See? it. See? Yeah. Also, you can, all, you can look around society 
maybe people that are driving the car next to you or at the grocery store or people you encounter on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, man, I need to breed. We need some more good people out there. I got some the wrong good people seed. Are having I got to get it everywhere. Yeah. You know, very few women say they feel comfortable bringing up the issue, the topic of children in the yeah. first year of their relationship. But having said that, almost two thirds of those women say it is an absolute deal breaker if their partner does not see eye to eye on on whether or not to have kids with them one day. It's and that's probably a, yeah. smart. I mean, if Scott would have said no way, would no you way, have Jose. stayed with Scott, you think? Oh, yeah, I think I would have. And never had babies. I mean, Ooh. I don't know. I mean, if he <laughs> he was fine with it, you know. Yep. He was just like, yeah, six months. Let's try. Glad and it worked out the way that it did. When I came back pregnant, hey, babe. <laughs> Coldplay yeah. song came on and boom. <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, the 1K letter of the day is coming up. The next 10 minutes, your chance at $1,000. Right now, let's talk about parents. All parents are superheroes, but they could still use help sometimes. Survey found more than 90% of parents say it would be helpful if they had some kind of superpower. Mm -hmm. And here are the 10 most popular picks for the most helpful superpower (laughs) for parenting. I love this music. Is this Superman? It is. Number 10, working our way backwards, super intelligence. Hey, those kids are quick. They're smart. They're sponges. Creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, moms already have eyes in the back of their head. Oh, yeah. So this that's not on there. Not on the list. Talking to animals. <laughs> mm. Super speed. I got three kids to juggle. You got soccer practice. You got dance. Telepathy. Yeah, I need to read minds. With that would Jacob. be helpful, especially yeah. in infancy. You know, when they're just crying, and you're like, "What? I fed you. You pooped. What's going on? Lay down." Yeah. See, I know that every. I know Jacob is his cognitive abilities, man. I know he's right there. He just can't get it out. His body doesn't cooperate. So that would be wonderful. Uh, some parents say they need the power of super healing. Super healing. Oh, that would be yeah. great too. Like when I'm getting ready to battle my third round of ear tubes, I'm just like the first round, mm-hmm. boom, you're healed. Your ears are amazing. Super strength. Think of how helpful teleportation would be as a parent. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. yeah. Mine is still not on here. Time travel? Eh, similar. Mine would be similar to that, but not. I want to freeze time. Oh. <laughs> Ability to stop time. Yes. How about flying? Wow. Or invisibility. Oh. I'm watching you. That would be kind of fun. I would like to do that when she's at school. Just like turn on my invisible powers and go in and be like, what is she like at school? You mm-hmm. know, around her friends, mm-hmm. with her teacher, things like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. I don't know. I just want to freeze time. Like, I feel like it would help so much. You know, 
time, like Zach Morris used to do the timeout. You could do the timeout and everybody freezes. And then you could take like a six hour nap, wake up and feel like you're a refreshed, amazing And just hit the again. play button again. Yeah. 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 Or you freeze time, you cook the whole meal, and then you can sit down and eat with your family instead of filling up plates and doing this. and nah, 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 nah. Just hitting that pause button. Yeah. All right. This is not something I see every day, but I guess if you're going to get a car tattooed somewhere on your body, you would think you'd go for a classic, right? You know, it'd have to be a classic car, significant a car of historical significance, maybe one maybe that's, that's what I need. Mean. That maybe I that should be my next tattoo. I either get the little red Camaro I was driving. When I was in high school, or the white Celica convertible I was driving when Not I was a in Celica my tattoo. <laughs> Jen's going to get a Toyota RAV4 tattoo. Please. <laughs> oh, the Celica tattoo. I'm on board. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? What was that Camaro you said? It was a Camaro. Red, yeah. Camaro Berlinetta with T-tops. And she's going to get it tattooed on her lower back. <laughs> oh, yeah. A website called Compare the Market just analyzed all of the car tattoos people have posted on Instagram to figure out which brands of cars and which specific models of cars are the most common. The f- the f- <clears throat> excuse me, the five brands people are most likely to get tattooed on their bodies are Volkswagen. Oh, like a bug maybe those those were cute cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Beetle. The Beetle, yeah, I'm sorry. Jeep Oh, yeah. Those people, they are Those people. They're their own club, for yeah, sure. I can say that because my boyfriend is one. An and there's higher some... underground subculture. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that wave. I love them. them. I think it's great. Giving a Jeep wave right now to you. Yeah. Uh, the Cadillac, of course. This surprised me. Pontiac. Really? Yeah. That's driving excitement. Number four. The G6 was not a great Pontiac. Let's just be very real. No. I had the G8. Oh, and and was that a? Yes, that was a much better. Was the 8 stand for 8-cylinder? Was it, it an 8-cylinder vehicle? And Chevrolet. There you go. And the five specific models that are most common are the Chevy Impala. <laughs> I had one. That's great. You had one too, didn't you? Oh, you had a Caprice. I had a Chevrolet Corsica. Even better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My friend used to have one of those. Sally. Yeah. We used to roll in. It was teal, I think, right? They oh, came out in two colors. The mar- first year, they came out in two maroon. colors. Yes. Maroon and teal, and they were teal, both two-tones. Yes. Silver. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. God, I can't believe great. I just remembered that. Usually, the back dash was filled with collectible pound puppies from Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was the first new car I ever purchased for myself. Very oh, how fun. fun. Uh, let's see. The DMC DeLorean is the other specific model. That's uh, the Back to the Future car? Yeah, they like that tattooed on their body. The Chevy Corvette, mm-hmm. uh, the Volkswagen Beetle, which we talked about, and the Mini Cooper. The Mini. Yeah, the cars people are most that likely to get tattooed on their body. I'm surprised there aren't more um, like TV and movie cars, like the Batmobile or you know something right. like that. Knight Rider. Yes, like <laughs> those guys. <laughs> the Batmobile. The Ghostbuster car. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Uh, who do you think had a harder time this year? Extroverts who love going out and being social or introverts who were already laying low at home on Saturday nights? Yeah, a new study looked into this, and the answer surprised me. It turns out introverts 
have had a harder time during the shutdown. Half of introverts say they felt much lonelier this year compared to just a third of extroverts. Hmm. Now, it is possible that extroverts have paid less attention to social distancing and have gone out and seen more people, but they've also embraced other forms of communication more than introverts have. So that may explain why. That's interesting. Well, I'm an extroverted introvert. Did you know such a thing existed? I feel like I am have traits of both, too. I think just working in this job. Well, here, these we have are the a, qualities. In common. These are the qualities of an extroverted introvert. Okay. Your energy level is closely tied to your environment. You find people to be both intriguing and exhausting. Certain people and interactions drain you while others recharge you. You can be charming, but also deeply introspective and reflective. When you feel rested and recharged, you reach out to others. You need time to warm up in social situations. It actually takes less energy to say what's on your mind than to make small talk. You're selectively social. You have no interest in trying to prove yourself in a crowd of strangers. And you're often confused for an extrovert. Hmm. Hmm. That just makes sense. I'm like ding, ding, ding on like all 10 of those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm about 98% extrovert. <laughs> there's a two percent of me two percent chance that i'm just like i just want to hang out by myself and not be around anyone at any time right now i need a breather i would say i'm probably introvert dominated dominant but i can turn it on if i have to yeah like when you karaoke that song that was a very extroverted thing to do to do what we do for a living, we have to have some extrovert. You've got to be yeah. able to turn it off. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.